All right, now it's time to talk about our brand new sponsor, Peloton. Jason, ah. you're a big Peloton guy, right? I am a big Peloton fan. Everyone loves them. One of my favorite things to do is walk on treadmills. So I'm, I've been chopping at the bit for this tread. Is this real? I swear to God. Kylie and I ordered it probably a month ago. That a boy. Way to pump it up. Yeah. Well, 92 percenters, whether you're like Jason and trying to get in shape during retirement or just trying to add a new challenge to your training, spring is the best time to get started. Just in time for summer, baby. Warmer days are coming. How about that? That's right. Peloton's varying class lengths allow you to personalize your workout. Whether you'd like to add 10-minute core session at the end of your metrics-focused class or take a 60-minute power zone ride to increase your endurance, Peloton classes are designed to help focus on your goals. And there's also a variety of classes like boot camps, boxing, marathon training, all created to grow your skills. Plus, Peloton Entertainment lets you work hard while you watch harder. Catch all of your favorite teams and streaming options like NBA League Pass while you power up your training. How about that? Get a head start on the summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. And I would advise getting a major head start because they are backordered. They are running out of these things. <laughs> Can't make them fast enough. Selling like hotcakes. This week he made a whole highlight video of all the guys on the team from high school. They just had a black and white picture of me playing lacrosse. I don't even know where they found that. So you can't even tell it's you, which is prime. You can't tell that's me? No. I was a beast in high school from an you athleticism are. standpoint. No doubt about it. And I'm so good, nobody offered me a scholarship. All right, here we go. <laughs> To New Heights, a Jukes original presented by Wave Sports and Entertainment. New Heights is a show with back-to-back -back Sunday Night Football game balls given out. <laughs> Always good to receive some balls, baby. Ah, God, especially the game ball, baby. Oh, we are your hosts. I'm Travis Kelsey. This is my big bro, Jason Kelsey. And uh, yeah, two Cleveland Heights kids played at the University of Cincinnati and now uh, NFL Vets. That's right. New episodes, uh, new heights come to you every Wednesday, but this week is special. We're coming to you on a Tuesday because we're dropping our conversation with the one and only Patrick Mahomes II. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna baby. be that's gonna be dropping on Thursday, and you guys are not gonna want to miss that. Pat opens up about a lot of fun stuff, man, and it was cool to see him uh, see him kind of spill the beans on some things. <laughs> he was so he was very sure he forthright forthright nice uh make sure you subscribe on youtube and wherever you get your podcast you're not going to want to miss that episode and as always follow the show on all social media platforms at new heights show jason what we got coming up brother we got a really great episode trav shocker <laughs> we it's might have a better one coming thursday but this one we're dropping it right now is gonna be pretty all right, good huh? all right we're gonna huh? recap the chiefs win over the rams the eagles running wild over the packers on sunday night and uh, maybe the greatest heads-up play of all time? I don't know. We'll debate that. Yeah, we'll talk, we'll about, talk it. about it. Talk but about first, it. as always, it's time for new news. New news. Still the number one sports podcast. Boom. And like Travis said earlier, we've got an incredible episode coming up on Thursday with Patrick Mahomes. The second. 2 p.m., baby, is coming on live. Trav, what did you think about the conversation? Man, it was so much fun, and he uh, he spilled the beans on some stuff that I did not know. Yeah, he, was he going let out on. some things. Yeah, he yeah. talked about his draft day story, which I think was shocking to both of us. Yeah, it was um, awesome. You know, he quarterback Mount Rushmore. Yeah, he basically drafted himself. It's crazy. Well, let's not tell. We're not supposed to tell people. We're supposed to I tease didn't. it. Just say, "Hey, interesting story." Uh, Throw the cookie out there. Don't let him eat it yet. You know what I mean? Fuck. My bad, guys. Just put the cookie on the plate so they can see it. So he told us. He told us. Ah! <laughs> what are you doing? We'll get to it Thursday. Tune in. It's going to be a great episode. Also, I dropped a Christmas album. Oh! Me, Jordan Malata, Lane Johnson, and a bunch of musicians, Charlie Hall. Yeah. Sold well, out. Been a lot of fun. We're sold out. Sold out of the vinyl. We, are. we sold out all of the vinyls. We, we, we made a, a limited supply. Thanks to all the support and everybody else uh, buying them. Yeah. Raised a lot of money. Uh, all the proceeds that we're raising are trying to go to um, uh, the CCTC. That's the um, Childhood Crisis Treatment Center 
in Philadelphia. Very cool, Very cool man. Um, they have families of uh, kids that need gifts around the holidays. They all make a list. And if uh, it has to be within a certain dollar range, but then they go out and they buy these gifts for these kids. Nice. So um, You guys are doing it right was, over there in Philly, man. Yeah, that was the idea behind it the whole time. You know, I thought it sounded like something fun to do. Uh, we all thought it would be really cool. And uh, at the end of the day, it's going to make some kids Christmas. I'm not going to lie. When you played it for me, I was I was kind of blown away. I was like, I didn't expect it to be like actual like versions of like songs. I thought you guys were just going to like sing like songs that were already made. And it's like you guys kind of made them your own, which was really cool. Yeah, I think um, we were really fortunate to run into uh, one Charlie Hall, who was a guy that me and Connor Bowen had known for a while, long time. Uh, he's the, shout out to CB real quick, man. Yeah, man. shout out to CB, produ- producer of the album, produced his first album, Ooh. pretty pretty awesome. So Charlie, uh, the drummer for the band War on Drugs, also has another band, an acapella group that sings around the holidays and in, uh, in Philadelphia, uh, comprised of a lot of other musicians. Is really connected and kind of knew a lot of people, and also arranges music himself. So we kind of told him this idea, and sure enough. I mean, it was like kind of a, I don't know, it's just like everything kind of clicked at the right moment. It was a lot of fun. For me, I get to do what I've been doing my entire NFL career, just ride the coattails of much more talented individuals <laughs> and just be involved, brother. Listen, you don't got to be the star, kids. Just you be involved. You just got to be just, involved. You just got to leave the house. <laughs> just get outside, baby. You just got to go outside and see what see what you can do for yourself, man. So, yeah, Jordan Mulata does a lot of the uh, the heavy lifting on the album. Lane Johnson, I think, is going to surprise a lot of people with how great of a singer he is. Um, and then the other musicians that participate, there's too many to rattle off right now. But, I mean, we the the amount of people that were willing to lend their talent, cr- their creative ideas, and just good energy to the project really made it something special for all of us. I'm so, um, man, I, I hope that everyone else enjoys it as much as we did making it. Uh, yeah. Happy holidays. All right, now you can still get it on like iTunes and everything, right? Like, you, can. you can. Still... So you can you can listen to well, not yet. So we're releasing one song a week. Yeah, and we did that to try and tease the album because we wanted people to buy the album so we could raise money uh, for CCTC. Now that the album's all sold out, I don't. I think we're still sticking to the plan, which is one song a week every Friday. We launched our we released our first single last Friday. Mm-hmm. This Friday will be another one. It's going to be like that till Christmas. And then two days before Christmas, the whole thing will be on Spotify. And uh, all the songs will be available. All righty. Be looking forward to them Fridays. And iTunes. I don't want to be brand Spotify. Wherever you get your music, streaming service, it's going to be on that. Or you can buy it on iTunes. But the vinyl was the, the hard copies that we were making. Right on, big dog. In other new news, we are now uh, both in the Sunday Night Football Winners Club graphic. I don't know if you saw this. They even gave us little podcast mics. We got the and mics. Man. Sure enough, I don't know if they did this on purpose, but they sat us on a couch next to Patrick Mahomes, Patrick almost Mahomes. as if they were teasing our episode coming out. I, it's, I, this is like a live I think representation. Night is a fan of the show of what's coming this Thursday. I mean, we got Tariko giving us shout outs. We got we got. We got, I don't know, we got graphics being made. I think I think everybody's listening to the show over there on Sunday Night Football. Hey, QB sneaks seem like that they're the highest rate of all time. So, I mean, this show is taking the NFL to new heights. There's no question about that. Ooh, that was a nice play right there. <laughs> you know it. That was, a good, that was a good little bit. All right, let's get to the fan mentions of the week. Everyone hit us up for Mama Kelsey's marshmallow cinnamon rolls. She shared that recipe on Twitter. Uh, it is not very complicated. But it is delicious. Ooh. So, uh, yeah. How were they? The roll- how were they? You got to you got to enjoy them. I, Come on, I, I haven't got to enjoy them. You know them exactly yet. how they were. They were the <sighs> same way they are every single year. Ah, Absolutely God. delicious. Sticky. You got to be careful because a lot of times they kind of rupture. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You get that. Oh, yeah. that uh, the, I don't even know what it is. It's, it's probably the sugar. It's just all over your fingers. But <laughs> it's a melted marshmallow, know. man. <laughs> yeah, it's sticky marshmallows, dude. It's um, yeah. It's uh, it's it's not the uh cleanliest uh of rolls but it is the most delicious man so uh they did not disappoint and along with everything else my wife and uh 
My uh, mother-in-law also made an entire other Thanksgiving dinner. Lise, Kylie, you guys killed it, uh, especially with my other dish that I mentioned, green bean casserole. Big fan Ooh. of the green bean casserole. All right. Um, and then what's, you know, the other part about Thanksgiving we didn't even talk, talk about is, you know, the leftovers. That might be the oh, best part. Man, come right? on now. The meal itself me, is great. Give me an old Hawaiian the, roll. With, it's with it's the gift that keeps giving. Cheese. Something you know those sandwiches that are made next day, <sighs> stuffing turkey, uh, you know, mm. is it cranberry sauce right on top? Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm out on that. But the ham right. with picky eater, the Sorry. mac and cheese on a Hawaiian roll. <laughs> that, that was that was an Ed Kelsey staple. That is a good one. <laughs> oh man! All righty. Well, must be nice. Other fan mentions. We got fan art from the games. We got signs. We got signs. We got we got sign fans. We got sign fans out of the games. It's crazy. From Tanya, from the Chiefs game, New Heights, sexy fat Batman and Big Yeti for president. The kingdom loves you, <laughs> Tanya. I love the support, but I can assure you, uh, there is zero percent chance you want either of us to be president. Um, <laughs> Not only do neither of us know what we're doing, but I'm pretty sure Big Yeti's only understanding of uh, United States government uh, comes from the greatest movie, the National Treasure trilogy. Uh, <laughs> Nicholas Cage, baby. Nicholas Cage taught him everything he knows about our democracy. So I don't know that we should be running countries, uh, but I sure appreciate the sign and support. I'll tell you what: if I'm ever president, I'm finding that treasure and I'm showing everybody. Yeah. <laughs> the first thing, that, the first headline of your presidency is Travis Kelsey ruins constitution with lime juice, lemon juice on the back of it. <laughs> Travis, I promise you, there's not a map on it. I, I, I know it's here. It's Jason, invisible ink, you idiots. <laughs> Rebecca on Twitter, also at the Chiefs game, taking the game to new heights. Go Chiefs and eighty-seven. Hey, new heights, baby. Taking it up to new heights. I mean, you really are. You are taking it to new heights. You broke your single season touchdown record this last game. <laughs> nice. That's man. a new height, baby. That is new height. You still got six height. games left. You're going to break your record pretty much who knows <sighs> how many more times. Hopefully, hopefully, I can keep breaking it, man. Hopefully. Oh, come on. You better. You know what I mean? I better. Speaking of scoring touchdowns, Ed Toro, El Toro, whew, El Toro on Twitter, Sadie made a sign about new news. New news, I'm here to spend my 13th birthday with the Big Yeti. And she also asked if you would score a touchdown for her. Ooh. Trav, Well, I guess it came, to, it came true. You did it. It came true. First, you did uh, it. Second drive, I think. Yeah, happy birthday, Sadie. Happy birthday, Sadie. <laughs> I appreciate you uh, witnessing me taking things to new heights and uh, a little bit of new news. Are we only doing like the Chiefs games? Because there, I don't think there was one Eagles... Yeah, no, there's not There's not one Eagles, so I guess Chiefs fans yeah. are the only ones listening to the show. Well, the Chiefs fans were the ones that were making the signs. Yeah. You know, well. Eagles fans, there there are a lot of signs from Eagles fans. Um, used to be a whole guy <laughs> called Sign Guy. Sign um, Guy? Was he throwing up good signs, bad signs? Yeah. Philly's a, a heavy negative sign. Uh <laughs> There's not, there shouldn't be a damn sign in the the stadium right sign now. Okay, man. you guys are what nine and one now? Ten and one. Ten and one. Ooh, I know. That's Feels spicy. good. Ten and one. Feels good. <laughs> well, we'll get back to the show in just one second. Yep. Uh, but first, one last piece of new news. It's November, which means it's National Veterans and Military Families Month. That's right, which is why our sponsor DraftKings and the Pat Tillman Foundation have partnered together to give you an easy and fun way to give back and make an impact. All you have to do is sign up on DraftKings using our promo code New Heights, enter their Pat Tillman free-to-play pool throughout the rest of November, and DraftKings will donate $1 for every entry up to $20,000 to the Pat Tillman Foundation. Yeah, and those donations go towards some incredible initiatives like empowering military veterans and spouses through the academic scholarships. Again, just sign up using the promo code New Heights. Play in DraftKings' Pat Tillman free-to-play pool, and DraftKings donates $1 for every entry to the Pat Tillman Foundation. Well, Trav, our next partner is uh, one that I've actually used before uh, when I went to Brazil for the World Cup. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I had to learn some Portuguese, so um, 
I went on Babbel and uh, learned a few keywords that were able to help me get around and uh, kind of find my way through the country. So, uh, yeah, Very you got to cool. check out Babbel. Yeah. Well, those of you that don't know what Babbel is, it's the addictive language learning app that makes it fun and easy to learn a new language. Whether you're traveling abroad or just, you know, trying to get through a World Cup like Jason, uh, Babbel teaches you bite-sized language lessons that uh, you can actually use in the real world. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it easy and perfect uh, to learn new languages on the go. Other language learning apps use AI for the lesson plans. But uh, Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of just three. Just go to Babbel.com and use the promo code NEWHEIGHTS. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com and use the code NEWHEIGHTS. But how about we uh, tee up 12 bold topics to wrap up week 12 in the NFL, baby, starting off with both of our games. Um, This is how we do it. Jason tees up topics on my game. I do the same for his, and then we we touch on a few other subjects throughout the league. But, Jason, let's get this thing started with a little Chiefs-Rams. Let's go, baby. Chiefs 26, Rams 10. Bang! You guys kept it rolling, and we've got more Travis records to break down. I mean... What are we doing? Keep going, though. All right. Well, your first touchdown drive, 90-yard drive that ended with your 12th touchdown grab of the season. We just talked about this, a career high. You've never had this many touchdowns in a season, and there's still six games left. How's it feel? feels like we could have used another one in the second half, especially in the fourth quarter, uh, to try and seal that game even more. Uh, but, at, you know, it's – it's uh, it's a cool like it's cool to see you know progression and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I mean, I'm not really counting TDs. You know, I'm I'm trying to get dubs. Trying to count so, wins. Yeah, I'm trying to get team them guy, wins. team guy. Trying to get them wins. Well, as long as our team's winning, I don't care who's scoring the touchdowns. I'm glad you did it in the first half because I actually got to watch it. You guys nice. are playing at the four o'clock slot. Obviously, we had the night game, so I only get really got to watch the first half. I was watching it in the training room. And we all saw the, the touchdown. Jalen Ramsey covering you man-to-man. You get an outside release, give him the shush-shush out back in. Mm-hmm. We got to know, was it designed? Because there was debate even within our training room. <laughs> what? I, love how, I love how everyone thinks I'm just out here just on the snap of the ball, just like doing whatever the fuck I want to do. <laughs> That would be so freaking sweet. I used to do that in Madden all the time. I would create a receiver, NCAA, the uh, EA Sports games. I used to create a receiver and literally just look and see what the defense was in and just go and run whatever route. And then just press X or A. So that's I still the haven't heard you answer the question. Was <clears throat> it a designed play for you to come 100%, back in? 100%. 100% designed oh by gosh. Andy Reid. <laughs> Oh, my was, gosh. But what you saw was there was a hesitation in the route that I was going to do something that I wasn't supposed to be doing. And that's when I beat him with the outside release gotcha. to just go outside because it was, I believe it was a two-man where the, the defenders typically have an inside uh, leverage on you um, in terms of the man-to-man coverage. Yeah, I don't but know. You know. I um, Yeah, no, for sure. There was, there was two safeties. But when I went outside – Man, I knew there was nobody to the right. I was really thinking, like, I should go, I should go. But then I felt Jalen come with me a little bit, like yeah. kind of close the distance. You felt and that's him when take I, that step. That's when I knew, okay, I can dip my shoulder. Come back yeah, in. Come back inside, yeah, and run the route that's called that Pat is probably expecting me to run. <laughs> that's awesome. So you, so you almost did the – it was the double fake. Yeah, yeah, it was the double you, fake. You double faked yourself. You were like, I'm going to outside release – were you trying to get an outside release? Or were you trying no, to go inside? No, I was trying to go inside. I was supposed to be. I was he, supposed to be on the opposite numbers. Yeah, he took it away <laughs> at twenty yards. You went outside, and they're like, "Screw it! I'm already outside. I might as I'm well a- keep going outside." And then you're like, "Wait a minute, Travis! Distance. Don't do it! Don't! <laughs> don't, don't do it!" You can almost hear Andy yelling at you on the sideline if just, you do. I do can it. see him just right here. Come here. <laughs> Come here. Come here. Sit right here. Why the fuck did you do that? He doesn't cuss. Why'd you do that? <laughs> yeah. Well, it worked. 12th touchdown of the season, and it was on one of the best uh, coverage players in the NFL, Jalen Ramsey. Back-to-back weeks. Touchdowns and man coverage against Derwin James and Jalen Ramsey. Not too many tight ends are drawing the best coverage uh, player for the opposing team. What's it feel like to draw the other team's best player? It's an honor, man. 
It's an absolute honor. You know, we do things uh, to try and um, stop pass rushers, the best pass rushers in the league. We do things like chip chip them into routes or, you know, a guy like Aaron Donald will specifically scheme to, okay, let's make sure we get four hands on this guy. You know, let's yeah. uh, let's call the pass protection hour we want so we can get, you know. And um, that's the ultimate honor, man. And and I'll tell you what, when you have success with that, man, that's when you just you just build the beast, man. And it feel it's it's a great feeling. Um, got all the respect in the world for Jalen and obviously Derwin. As much as we've talked about both those guys, uh, it's um it's a challenge. It's a challenge that I love. That, that that's the NFL, man. You get the best yeah. of the best, and when you get that guy uh, on the other side of, of the ball, you know it's just uh, it's an honor, man. And um, yeah, like I said. When I got in the end zone, I didn't. I didn't expect to take it to the house, though. And there was a moment you want to talk about second guessing myself. There was I a saw moment. You, I saw it happen. I it almost, was like right at the five. You moved the ball, and I was like, "Dude, what is this dude about I almost, to do?" I almost, I almost, I almost pitched it. I oh saw my, my guy Pop Pacheco, Isaiah Pacheco, running down the sideline trying to chase down the play, just just being a good teammate. And I literally almost, I almost jacked it up. I almost jacked it up, but I think what I did was I actually number six, the DB that missed the tackle on the five that I was that I was kind of like he faked him out. I faked him. He didn't even try and tackle me. He was like, was "What's going on? Fake. What's it going on?" Low- <laughs> I was like, "Bro, this dude isn't really about to pitch this." Is he? <laughs> Take it back to my high school days, man. Running the old triple option midline, baby. <laughs> Gotta love it, man. Well, let's talk about <laughs> yeah. Let's now talk that, about your other that Andy Reid's right here. That would not way different yeah. than the. Come on, why are we running? Yeah. You know, no. Take care of the um, ball, Travis. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's talk about your. But other it would have been electric. It would have been electric. It definitely would have been electric. Because it wouldn't uh, have been just like a five-yard pitch. He was like 15, 15 20 yards away from me. <laughs> I would have had to like throw it, dude. It was. Uh, I'm glad I didn't just try and screw it that up one and up. let him run to oh. it. And then yeah, no, it would have been bad. All righty, let's talk about your other record from the game. You have the most receiving yards in a tight end's first 11 seasons in NFL history, despite this only being your 10th season. So what it taken you in 10 seasons, it took everyone else 11 seasons. I wouldn't say everyone. I would say Tony Gonzalez. That's the He's the one that, that had that record. But, no, I hear what you're saying. Well, it's, and it's uh, actually – it's really not even 10 seasons. It's really nine seasons because your whole first year was a wash because of your microfracture surgery. Yeah. So fun times. I, I would say this, man. I would. I think I was the first to. I think I was the first to nine thousand yards. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's the same fucking record. Yeah. You just keep being the first. Yeah. As long as I'm still playing, you know, every single game, which I'm very fortunate of. It's like, yeah, that's. I'll, I'll have that record on lock, as long as I'm playing. But yeah, um, you're the you're the Ricky Bobby of uh, tight end receiving yard. Ricky records. Bobby. <laughs> Bobby. You gotta love it, man. I um, I <clears throat> again stuff that doesn't mean anything, but is cool to, you know, have your name on. Yeah. I uh, yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. Let's, you're not let's first. keep it going. Hopefully, you're not I'm, first, you're last. <laughs> All right. Exactly. Hopefully, I'm the first to eleven thousand, man. We just talked about him on uh, your touchdown, where you almost unfortunately would have made a gross air pitching him the ball. But let's talk about uh, Isaiah Pacheco. Pop. Uh, it's confirmed. He got that dog, you know, Ooh, doesn't he? Man, he I is loved, fun he, he's to watch. He's so fun run. to play with, man. He's just so you fun can, to play with, man. You can almost tell he's from Jersey just in the way he runs the football. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he <laughs> runs it what? with attitude and like mm-hmm. aggression and swagger. Mm-hmm. Like this is a dude that wants it. Yeah, it is wants fun it, to watch him run with the football. It's fun to block for him, man. This, I mean, we got a great running back room. You know, we yeah. had an unfortunate injury to Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Yeah. Um, and he then was on, doing great though before he got hurt. One hundred percent. He's my guy right there. And then uh, you add in uh, Jet McKinnon, Jarek McKinnon, uh, a guy who's been doing it in the league for a number of teams, and we're very fortunate to have in the past two years. And then on top of that, you you add in Rojo. Rojo got in there and got a few carries yesterday, uh, Ronald Jones, and he absolutely runs downhill. And he has fresh legs. I mean, he looked good running the ball. So it's it's, uh, we got a great running back room that has a lot to do with uh, my guy Greg Lewis. Coach G. Lou in the in the running back room was a wide receiver for uh, a bunch of teams. Espy winner, he's the one that caught the uh, the legendary touchdown from um, Brett Favre in the Vikings nice. um, playoff game. And uh, yeah, 
I think he's he's done an unbelievable job making sure those guys are playing free and playing fast and uh, don't got to worry about anything but run, but just playing for the guy next to him, man. Yeah, so. baby. But I well, but Pop Pacheco is Pacheco is certainly making the most of his opportunity. What are you talking about? What's his nickname? Pop. 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 Yep. Just like the like the soda. Yeah, Pop. I thought I'm not. I actually I gotta I ask it. him. I gotta ask him exactly where it came from. But um, yeah, Papa Checo, baby. Probably because every time he hits somebody, he makes a big pop. Uh, and it, so, yeah, you know, Pop is making the most of his opportunity. 258 yards over the last three games. This past game, 22 carries, 69 yards, and a tutty. Um, man, he's fun to watch right now. But we gotta ask: Does it feel a little weird? Having a number, another number ten on the field. I think because he has his own swagger, it doesn't. And, yeah. uh, and you know, it's the same thing when I when I play with uh, Jody Fortson wearing eighty eight. You know, you, mm-hmm. it's it's just you know it's a legendary number for the Chiefs, uh, and they're still you know those those jerseys in the crowd. I go to Eagles games and see Ertz jerseys. You know, it, there's just some jerseys that just you know that fit right. The ten with Hill on it is awesome. But yep. um, Isaiah's making a name for himself, and he has his own style of game that you can appreciate. And uh, I think that that alone has kind of uh, made people, you know, not necessarily forget about Tyreek Hill, but I wouldn't take it that no. far. But definitely, yeah. definitely, you know, not think of Tyreek every time he touches the ball. Yeah, they're you know. thinking of pop. Yeah, they're thinking that dude is about to run somebody over, and on top of that, he's about to be the first one up. It doesn't matter if he gets smacked or if he's yeah, he gets it takes a big hit. He's the first one up. That is electric. He's popping right back he, up. He is. What's and pop it's electric. Doing? He's popping. It's, it's got to be demoralizing. What's he doing with the ball? He's popping. He's the popper. That's the popper. I love man. it. It's Perfect pop, nickname. Papa Checo, baby. Well, player makes a number, not the other way around. Always. You ain't lying. You ain't lying. Let's talk about the red zone a little bit, Trav. Uh, yeah. Kind of a weird day in the red zone. One for six on touchdowns when inside the red zone. Is that uh, the Rams' D stepping up and making it kind of stifling? Or is that Chiefs' mistakes? Walk yeah. us through I the mean, red zone. You can you can 100% give credit to the Rams' defense in the red zone. you got a great front. You know, the safeties uh, can play a little bit more inside the box so that it's you're at least closer to the line of scrimmage. So the run game comes a little bit harder to, to get one in. And then on top of that, uh, when they play that cover four uh, red zone defense where they're all kind of sitting and keeping everything in front of them so that they can rally to the ball, you know, that's uh you got to find ways to, to hit the creases in cover yeah. four. And, um yeah, I, tighter windows. I didn't, I didn't find. Zone. Yeah, I wasn't able to find uh, the windows as much as I, I thought I was going to be able to. And yeah. um, I know a few guys wish they would have had a few other plays back uh, in terms of the receivers and uh, and the other tight ends. But I mean, at the end of the day, man, you've got to find a way to get your ass in that end zone, man. And uh, against really good teams, man, that's that, that's a stat that uh, that you know is a very high percentage of whether or not you're going to win or lose the game. And um, I think. Once we get into the red zone, man, we got too much firepower not to be putting up touchdowns, and that's yeah. uh, that's that's on us. That's on us. We got to figure out how to get that thing in there, man. For sure. Well, speaking of plays that kind of went wrong, what happened on that trick play? Do you want to talk about that or? So not it's really? it, they didn't really. Yeah, I mean the old turducken. Turducken trips right turducken. Uh, <laughs> Is that what was, it was uh, legitimately called? It was, yeah. That was, that's awesome. There was more to it, obviously, but uh, What's the at turkey the end of the day, w- with the duck inside, and then there's the turkey and the three bird roast, baby. Chicken three the, bird roast. How's that work? Something like that. Either way, we uh, good old Patrick Bones was talking about turducken uh, throughout the facility, and um, we had a look that we thought we'd be able to get a double pass in um, yeah. against their defense, but they're they were sitting back and their cover four red zone defense they didn't they didn't even rally to the ball when we ran it or we handed it off so yeah it was once once pat got it in his hands there were like four guys on the side of the field that we were hoping nobody was going to be on (laughs) so i stopped running over there i was like nah i'm not getting the ball if i keep going this way so i'm just gonna stop here and see if pat mahomes can make some magic happen (laughs) he almost did if it wasn't for jalen ramsey swatting the ball well that's uh that's always kind of the the risk you play with a trick play. It's either going to be wide open or it's going to be yeah. It's going to look a little odd. Yeah, it's going. Yeah. We also had Ted Lasso at the Chiefs game. Jason Sudeikis, yeah. my guy, Jason Sudeikis, man. Did you meet him after the game? Yeah, no, I met I met Jason uh, a few few years back when I met a lot of the other uh, familiar faces or 
kind of celebs that came from the KC area. They do a big um, softball event down at the K in the Kauffman Stadium, the Royal Stadium, called Big Slick. The Big Slick is uh, they raise money for Children Mercy's hospitals, and I'm talking like millions. They they we sell out the uh, the stadium. On top of that, we usually do a big gala down at. Uh, um, I believe the Sprint Center, which is another arena that they sell out for a uh, for a show. But it, I mean, you're talking big names like Rob Riggle, uh, David Koechner, um, Jason Sudeikis, obviously one of them, and then um, uh, and Stone I'm watching Street. Eric Stone Street, obviously, yeah. All KC guys are have some affiliation to Kansas or, or Missouri, or just have been Chiefs fans or Royals fans their whole life. Um, yeah. And then they bring in a whole bunch of people. I met Weird Al Yankovic at one of these dang on You met Weird right? Al Yankovic? Dude, yeah. He was as weird as you would imagine, dude. That makes sense. Almost, almost just Heads started up. rapping Amish, Amish Paradise. Amish right in Paradise. <laughs> that is not it. Uh-huh. That, was the, that was the hook. Oh, all right. um, but yeah, no, I met him. The met him back then, and uh, sure enough, he's been so cool, man. And those big slick events are so much fun. I, I told him I wouldn't miss another one. I ended up missing this year's, but um, it's a great cause. Jason's been awesome. And I was actually talking to him because the we'll have the softball game, and then right after is the uh, Royals game. So oh, nice. yeah, so everybody would just hang out and watch the Royals game. And he was talking about how he was gonna go shoot something in London, and that was like his big next move. I was. And little did I know that that was going to be Ted Ted Lasso. Lasso. Wow. Which was extremely cool that I, you know, just got to talk to him about, you know, what was really going on over there in in London um, behind the scenes. But yeah, it was cool. I didn't even even know what I was talking to him about. It was crazy. Well, it all started out as like a skit, right? Like a, a former football coach. It was like a commercial or something like that. And all of a sudden they decided to make a show out of it. And it's... I mean, it's freaking awesome. I, I wonder if, I wonder if Jason knows how much guys in the NFL like appreciate the coach he is on that show. I love like, it. I love the positivity, it, the uh, the motivation, um, the honesty, like realness that he brings to it. I love that show so much, and a lot of the guys in the NFL do. I think it's one of those where it's like, you know, you, yeah, I think Ted Lasso would make a great coach in real life. You ain't lying, have, man. Have you ever thought about coaching in real life, Jason? That'd That's a great question. Yeah. Who knows, man? Maybe we'll be able to get uh, Jason, aka Ted Lasso, on the show for uh, for an interview one of these days. I That'd did have be... a good. I had a good convo with him. He didn't say it's out of the question. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm, so I'm not gonna say that he's gonna do it because obviously it's Ted Lasso. He's got a lot of shit going on. But for sure, yeah, it'd be pretty sweet. It'd be pretty sweet. I mean, I'd be honored. That's probably my favorite show out there right now. My wife and I look forward to it every single time it's launching on Apple TV. Everybody's so. asking about Mom, Mama Kelsey's dinner rolls, them Ted Lasco biscuits. Yep. What's Pretty the recipe to them motherfuckers? Hey. All I know is that he doesn't <laughs> I love drink a good tea. biscuit. What's that? I just, I just <laughs> thought it was brown. just dirty, dirty brown water. And you know what? <laughs> I was right. <laughs> I love it. Oh, Can't gosh. beat it, man. Shout out to Jason and Rob Riggle. Rob Riggle was there. Uh, obviously, Military Appreciation Month. He's a vet. He was a veteran. Uh, a lot of people Rob don't Riggle know served? this run. Oh yeah, for sure. I, didn't I believe know. maybe twenty years. He was. I, I know he served. He served. He served. For How old Kauai. is Rob Riggle? That's a good question. I think uh, online will help you find that answer i don't fucking know i didn't ask him how old he was he uh but he did serve for a very long time and i uh i had these sweet gloves that i got custom made for from nike that um and shout out to nike for letting me do this but they're uh military appreciation gloves so they got the green on them the red on them and i was able and they got the u.s flag right here on the uh on the hand and i was able to hand him a pair and say hey you know what man you're one of the coolest guys i know let alone the coolest veteran i know man thanks for what you've done for the for the country man and the production team has just dropped this. Uh, Riggle served 23 years I total in the Marines. There we go. And he's 52 years old right now. Man. Dude. You can't say, you can't say enough about the guy. The how talented best. can one guy be? And how, like, motive? I mean, Jesus. Dude, gets out of the military and just starts killing it you on want to talk TV about leaving the screen. house. This guy left the house. For 23 years. For 23 years, and then he's still leaving the house. Legend. Way to go, Rob. Absolute legend. I've done I've done some fun stuff with Big Rig, man. Uh, played some golf with him. He, he he's always uh, 
out at um, Tahoe for the American Century Classic, but I always see him uh, at uh, Pat Mahomes, 15 of the Mahomes Foundation oh, yeah. Charity event out in Hawaii. We had a good old time out there, man. So, well, uh, he was also, you were on the, uh, um, oh my gosh, what's the show? Holy moly. Holy moly. Dude, Why now that was fun. Yeah, I'm sure. Just just kicking it with, with the I big some rig, great man. dance moves. Oh, <laughs> talking about being the distractor, man. The, the distractor? Dude. It worked. They, the they missed like eight, 18 putts. Oh, you have no idea. Dude, they missed, they missed 20. I was out there. I didn't out. have it. I didn't have any more distractions. I was like trying to figure out. That's why I was doing the worm and I started twerking. I'm like, I don't have any yeah. more distractions. I'm I came a, in with like five. <laughs> and like there, I mean, it's a, it's like a twelve, like a ten foot straightaway putt. Like, no, they're it, those and are the it was, hardest ones. And it, it gets cold in the desert. It gets cold in the desert. It was cold <laughs> that night. It did look cold. <clears throat> but um, yeah, that was funny. All right. Shout out to the big rig and Jason Sudeikis for coming through, representing Chiefs Kingdom at all times, baby. Hey, guys. I want to talk to you a second about one of our sponsors, mm-hmm. Harry's Razors. All right. Now, I know what you might be thinking. What do two guys uh, with uh, the beards that we have know about razors? And the answer is simple. Not much at all. But that was until our friends over at Harry's reached out with a convenient and simple way that we can keep up with our shaving and skincare routines, even in the middle of this NFL season. So right now, you can get Harry's starter set for just $3. Plus, you'll get a free travel size body wash. Mm. The set includes a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover. A $16 (laughs) value for just three. Just visit harrys.com slash newheights for the free offer. The bottom line is Harry's makes it simple. Uh, A lot of shaving companies want to sell you these blades that vibrate and heat up or some other gimmick. But with Harry's, you have everything you need for a great shave and nothing but that. So no matter how busy things get, stay fresh with Harry's. Get your Harry's starter set today and you'll also get a free travel size body wash. Just go to harrys.com slash new heights. That's harrys.com slash new heights. But let's move on to your game, man. Eagles 40, Packers 33. What I like to call old school barn burner. Just touchdowns <laughs> everywhere, baby. It was uh, it was sure offense. as hell fun to watch, man. I was uh, I was at a bar in Kansas City enjoying uh, my win uh, as, as well as enjoying the highlight reel uh, that you guys put together out there on the field, man. Run, Eagles, run. The Eagles ran all over Sunday Night Football as uh, Jason broke some records, too. It's a record breaker right here. Eagles put up 500 yards. Oh, you guys put up 500 yards of offense in that game, man. That's crazy. Yeah. And 363 rushing yards, most in the game since 1949. Oh, yeah. That's Back when they were fast. running the wing tee, probably. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's probably about 50 <laughs> runs right there. Do you know how many, how, many run, how many runs did you guys have? We had a lot. I don't think it was 50, but I'd, I'd, I'd be curious to see what the total on that was. I know we averaged like seven yards a carry, I think. Did you guys expect to go into the game with the running game like as a vocal point? I mean, I feel like it's always a vocal point, but did you guys know you guys could get after him in the run game? Or I mean, that's tough to say. I mean, you know, you go into every game feeling confident about the run game and the plays that are up for the week. And, of course, yeah. Um, you kind of wait to see how the game is unfolding. So I, I don't think that, you know, we didn't go into it being like, we're about to run all over these boys. Like, we just went into it like it was a normal game. We're prepared for the runs that we have. We feel good about the runs that we uh, had for uh, different situations and and everything, and uh, it all worked. You know, it's just yeah. one of those games where everything was kind of clicking. Uh, all the like, the game plan was set up really well. The players were playing really well. You know, it's just a perfect storm in the run game. Yes, sir. Well, it looked like a perfect storm, and I'll tell you what, man. Jalen looks sweet out there in those Jordans, man. The Concords. Yeah. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> Swagged out. Yeah, you can't beat it, man. He was out there. It was like he was out there skating, man. It was sweet. <laughs> um, but unfortunately, we saw the uh, the 8% that is yeah. the bad part of the QBC sneak that we call 92% successful. Um, you guys didn't – you guys did not convert on one of the QB sneaks. Um, really, two. Missed two. two. Yeah. Missed two QB sneaks back-to-back. Yeah. Uh, Ran for 363 yards. Sometimes that one yard is the trickiest. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that's why it's 92%, not 100%. 
You know, it's uh, it's hard. And, uh, you know, I think uh, even though we didn't get it, I still feel like we could have got it. Could have got both of them. Um, just failed execution. But yeah. all in all, we got a chance to do it again a few more times and got those. And I don't think that's going to stop us. You know, all right now. Steph Curry stop shooting threes when he misses one? I don't no. think so, baby. <laughs> no, he's actually probably just steps further back. That's right. <laughs> it's like, no, nah, that. Yeah, I got this. <laughs> um, you surpassed NFL Hall of Famer Chuck Bednark, man. Absolute legend in the game. Arguably the best center to ever play, man, for the most starts in offensive lineman history. Yeah, this is like a not only. <laughs> so I have started. In Eagles franchise history, I should e- say. Eagles I'm sorry. 170 history. games. Quite the feat, my friend. Quite it, the feat. It, yeah, I'm very proud of being having 170 games under my belt, but Chuck Bednarik did 169 playing both ways. We well, think about it. That's a lot of games, man. 170 games? Yeah, 170 games. 170 games? And I feel it. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like 170. Yeah, but I think, you know, obviously been lucky enough to be able to do that and talented enough to survive this long and have been a part of great coaches and a great organization. And, um, you know, what I actually really like about that 170 games is that there's two other teammates that are right up there with me right now. And Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox and all three of us are, I think there's like four guys ahead of us in Eagles history of like games started, which would be like David Akers, Brian Dawkins, Hailed Carmichael, and I'm forgetting somebody else. But right after those guys, it's like me, Fletch, and BG. And for all of us to be there during the same, same time, yeah. I mean, that kind of just tells you how special this era of Eagles football has been and how awesome uh, you know it's been to be here with those two guys for this long. And to um, it means that we've had success. It means that the organization values us, that we've been able to survive this long. We've also been lucky enough to stay healthy to survive this long. Hell yeah. But um, I think that that was the coolest thing about that when I saw that stat was seeing that those two guys are right there with me and that we've been here uh, largely uh, all together. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> 170 games, that is a lifetime of football right there, man. For a lot of people, man. Let's talk about my favorite part of the evening. Uh, post-game, Jason Kelsey was presented with a game ball. I think there was somebody else <laughs> up there that also got a game ball, but I only saw you. Um, hey, come on now. Proud brother moment. Proud brother moment right there, man. Not often do you see a lineman winning uh, a game ball on Sunday Night Football, but, I mean, you are, you're the vocal point, man. They, they show uh, your highlights the entire game. <laughs> Well, it was my first uh, game ball ever on Sunday Night Football. Or really, I mean, I've gotten game balls after the fact. You know, Andy Reid always gives out game balls after. Mm-hmm. Doug Peterson does that. Nick Sirianni will do it. I mean, that's what coaches all do. But it's kind of like that after the fact, like the next day game ball that's like done up. And it's kind of like a oh, trophy. Yeah. They it's not the actual game ball. Yeah. This was a, another trophy one from Sunday Night Football. And I've never gotten anything like that. Um and to be honest, I don't know that it's warranted because you were speechless, Jason. You were speechless. You, they, was I speechless? You were. I talked. You were speech. You're like, I don't even. I don't even. This what is do cool. I do? I've never got yeah. one of these. <laughs> I mean, it was cool, but the reality is that you know, as opposed to you know the passing game, where like a quarterback can literally take over a game, or a quarterback and receiver just getting in sync and can dominate a defense, right? Even if you know four or five other guys aren't really doing their jobs. The run game's different, man. Um, For the run game to work, everybody's got to be doing their jobs. If one guy messes up, that run is screwed. So in some ways, I I appreciate getting the game ball, obviously, um, and it it is cool. But uh, the reality is, man, the only reason we had 363 yards rushing is because all five guys up front did their jobs. All the tight ends did their jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalen obviously had a hell of a day. Miles Sanders, nobody's talking about him. And he ran about so physical. I was no, talking about him. I'm sorry. I've been talking, talking. about him. Yeah. But, oh, you know, I think um, that's the cool thing about having a good running day is that it's truly a team effort. 
You know, I think it, you can't just have somebody take over a game like you can in the passing game. Yeah. Uh, whenever it's a running day, you know that everybody out there really gave themselves to the team and, and did their jobs and did it for four quarters. And it feels so, that it feels that much sweeter when you come out and and have yeah. a day like you guys did, man, and found a way sure. to get a win late. I mean, it was uh, it was cool, man. Did you keep the ball? I thought we were going to see it like on a mantle. No, I gave. Uh, I don't know that I want to say that, who I gave the ball to. I gave the ball to – because I think he gave it to somebody else. This is the way it works. I think I gave the ball <laughs> – I, I gave the ball to Jeff Stoutland. I gave it to Jeff Stoutland because he is a big part of putting the run game together. We were all wearing the Jeff Stoutland University shirts for the game. All nice. the O-linemen were. And I was like, man, I feel like this guy deserves the ball more than me. He's the representation of all the guys up front, right? And then I think he turned around and gave it to Miles Sanders because he's like, "This is the guy that ran the ball." So I mean, this is this is what you get when you when you start giving. This the is ball, why you don't give offensive, offensive linemen. Lineman, yeah, game this is balls. why we don't belong up there. We uh, do not belong up there. Uh, I'm not supposed to be giving this much glory. <laughs> Hand this off to somebody else. I'm gonna go back into my cave and. Well, at least at least uh, one of the right guys. Got the ball, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you, there wasn't a wrong guy to give it to. Uh, you guys absolutely rolled. Jalen Hurts becomes the only QB over the last 30 years to have 100-plus rushing yards in a single quarter. That dude was out there skating, sliding on him, man. He's, he's yeah. so fun to watch, man. I can only imagine how fun he is to play with, man. Um, he's, he's also the first player. You want to talk about breaking records, man. Yeah. Jalen Hurts is also the first player this century with 125-plus passing yards and 125-plus rushing yards in a half. Yeah. This guy is breaking quarter and half records. I'm not going to lie. I looked at him at one point in the half, and I was like, he was gassed. And I'm like, hey, we might want to cool it with these runs. <laughs> like, this dude is tired. I feed your horse. He is feed running this whole thing. Shout out to Chris uh, Pearson. He didn't, uh, hey, he didn't, he didn't ask to stop. As opposed to me, when like I get tired and I kind of shut down, he just get, keeps going. I don't know how he does it. When I get tired, I'm like, man. Hey, 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 guys. I look over the sun. Hey, can I get one? Can I get one? I just hear Pat in the background. I need you. I need you. <sighs> Fuck. All right, here we go. It's a good one. Hopefully, Coach Reed doesn't down me 20 yards downfield. Okay, he is. All right, here we go. Perfect. Oh, nice. This man-to-man coverage. Love it. Here we go. <laughs> a good outside release? Exactly. Jalen's 157 rushing yards are fifth most ever by a quarterback and 27 more than the previous Eagles record at 130 set in 2010 by the one and only Michael Vick. Michael Vick. Um, I feel like he just – didn't he just break a Vick record not too long it, ago in terms of rushing? He's, he's breaking just, these records all the time. He's just, just chopping them down, man. Yeah. I mean, he, he's you know he's truly a dual-threat quarterback. I mean, he's – He's unbelievably fast. He's gifted, obviously, with his legs and his speed, uh, and he can throw the ball. I mean, you know, our offense right now with the offensive line we have, with the running backs we have, with the receivers we have, and then the quarterback that can really do anything that a coach wants him to do, you know, it's it's very difficult, I imagine, trying to figure out how to defend that. you yeah. got to take something away, and you can't take it all away all at once. And um, That's, yeah, that's know, right a lot now, to take away. Yeah, right now Jalen, throughout the course of the season, has done a phenomenal job at taking what's there, doing what the defense has given him, uh, taking care of the football, and making big plays for our offense, whether it's on the ground or in the air. And, um, yeah, I mean, no surprise. Uh, he's playing right playing. now yeah. at MVP level. Uh, we both are fortunate right now to be playing with quarterbacks that are playing <laughs> the way they are. But, uh, you know, Jalen is on fire, and he's been that way all season. Ah, God, I just get excited whenever you talk about Pat Mahomes. Uh, you guys, uh, you guys have, you guys had to really like. Uh, I mean, it was a four quarter game, right? You guys had to fight, and they, that was a, it was a dog fight until the end. Well, yeah, you, um, I mean, that's you guys had some guys getting banged up in there. I know AJ Brown um, had the deal going on with his eye. Like, well, he, was, he was sick. He was sick, and he because he was throwing up earlier in the week, he busted a blood vessel in his eye. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, he. That ain't going to stop. That ain't going to stop. That ain't going to stop. Swole Batman. That ain't going to stop. Swole Batman. It's going to take more than a, a, a blue to blood stop. Swole Batman. All right now. Absolute stud. Uh, tell <laughs> us about Sirianni's pregame uh, team meeting. 
Um, I know there's some fun stuff to talk about, but he showed highlights of players when they were in high school. Does he do this every week? This is like a, he's, no, he's well, strictly high school. He's got or? something planned, obviously. Okay. I mean, every coach has something that's he's kind of drawn inspiration from. Nice. Uh, and he does a great job of mixing them up and making them all entertaining and pertinent to the team. And I don't know what he kind of got this from for this week, but this week he made a whole highlight video or had the video department put together a whole highlight video of all the guys on the team from high school, or at least a lot of them. Um, you know, it was a lot of, most of it was all high school highlights for some of us older players where it was harder to find those highlights because uh, video wasn't pictures. as prevalent. <laughs> yeah. They just had a black and white picture of me playing lacrosse. <laughs> I don't even know where they found that. <laughs> I had to ask for it afterwards. I've never like, seen that picture ever in my life, man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was funny seeing some of the older guys not really have video and most of the young guys all having like cool highlights and plenty of things to choose from. But his, mes- um, his message is, is awesome, though, man. How proud that kid would be of how far he's reached yeah. or how far each of the Eagles have come. You know what I mean? How proud would that kid be of who he, who he's, who he is right now, right? Yeah. And, I, um, I, you know, we play in the NFL, and a lot of times it's, it, it's hard to keep track of where you came from or to a lot of times it, you kind of lose sight of – truly how blessed we all are to be playing in the NFL. Man, yeah. And it's, it was just a great reminder. It was a great reminder that we're all out here living our dream that we had as kids. We're all out here playing a sport at the, you know, the highest level in the world together. Um, we're out here with the best players in the world at what we do. All of us at one point were uh, a, a skinny kid lacrosse player uh, in high school or whatever version yours was at one point, uh, not thinking that the NFL was, you know, uh, a realistic thing that could ever happen. And then somewhere along the lines, you realize that, Hey, I guess that can happen. I guess I, I might be good enough to do that, but man, don't take that for granted. Enjoy that ever. Yeah. I think it's, it's a great message to, to, to reiterate. And I thought it was awesome to do it in the way he did it for sure. Yeah, we all loved it. I got, I got to figure out where the hell he got this picture, though. This picture is fuck. It's hilarious. You can't even tell it's you, which is prime. You can't tell that's me. No, that could Did be you anybody. Forget what I looked like in high school. No, if it didn't have the jersey on the number or the number on the jersey, I would have never guessed that that was just you running around. Like you could have showed that to me. How athletic I looked. You forgot how athletic I moved and and yeah. Once you once you got that belly, man. <laughs> People don't realize all I was old a beast. images of you went out the freaking door, man. I was a no. beast in high school from an you athleticism were. standpoint. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. And I'm so good, nobody offered me a scholarship. All right, here we go. <laughs> Player insights on NFL storylines. Brian wow. Robinson's big hat. The big hat. I hope you guys have seen this. We got to talk about Brian Robinson. It is quite the big hat. Being one of the best friends you could ask for. Uh, Post game wearing. This big hat uh, was obviously asked, you know, hey, Brian, uh, what's that on your head? And uh, he said, uh, oh, my friend has a big hat company. If you want a big <laughs> hat, let me know. I mean, sounds like if you want some advertising done, Brian Robinson's your guy. He's your guy, man. He's your guy. Free pub, man. Uh, unfortunately, it might be hard to get a hold of it. NFL has already sent a cease and desist to Brian Robinson. Since friends, big hat company. Ah, hey man, they got do anything out here. NFL's got to get in on this big hat money. Yeah, Um, it's big money in the big hat, man. Would you wear a New Heights big hat? What one thousand percent big hat style? I'm rocking it. Friends, I would, I would, I would swag it out too. I'd swag it out. I don't know if you. (laughs) I saw, I saw you swag it out a little bit. You switch from the flip flops to the Tims. Yeah, I went, I went back to my Cleveland Heights roots, put the butters on. The <laughs> Sunday night football. There got the butters no fresh on. Butters. There may no fresh butters. Those butters no, are about 10 years old. I, I, I don't <laughs> – as opposed to most people thinking butters look better fresh, I think they look better weathered. Um, <laughs> That's good shit right there, man. Do you think it was a, a big cease and desist for the big hat company? Like, Did they send like an extra enlarged cease and desist letter? I mean, that would be the way to do it, but I don't think the NFL is clever enough. I don't think, I just think they just sent it and it was like, nah, nah. 
We're going to need to stop this. One of my favorite videos of all time. Yeah. Daryl yeah. Taylor ran off the bench and onto the field during an interception return. Seattle Seahawks DB <laughs> catches a, a pick and he gets this dude Taylor He's gets so, so excited. excited. <laughs> I'm gonna go celebrate with my friends. Yeah! Yeah! Realize that you can see there's a point in the in the video or the point where he's on the field and he realizes this play is still going on and he's like ah ah and just turns into a blocker. Yeah, I mean, what do you, you you're already on the field. If he's gonna the throw the flag, they're gonna throw the flag. You might, did not that's get caught. That's the craziest thing. How do you miss that? I did not get caught. Out of if he would have ran, if he would have ran back off the field. I think that's no, that would have definitely no, but I'm saying if he would have ran back off the field, that would have caused oh, yeah, yeah. even more attention to what he had just done. Like that's did. like what they say to receivers when they say, "Hey, if you line up off the ball when you're supposed to be on, don't move, don't give the official any reason to suspect anything." If anything You've already just committed. Lean forward a little bit. Just- Once you step out on the field, you're pot committed. All right, there ain't no, you're all in. <laughs> I thought he handled oh it pretty well. He was just like, oh, I'm just going to start blogging. I hope nobody notices. <laughs> so that was a big, that was a Dude, great moment. You already um, know. I, I've thought of, I thought about that, like, end of the game interception or some type of long run. That, like, if I'm on the sideline yeah. and it's like, Dude, you know what? let me I've just go about ahead that and too. take this flag. I've thought about that too. Let me just take this flag and save the if day. It's, if it's a game clinching scenario there's got to be rules why not against this. there's got to be rules against us yeah, like they, there's no way they would let it happen right they would just give them yeah. the points right yeah it's something like like what is a clear basket foul in the nba like they give you two free throws or something like that if you're like on a fast break and you the guy just is your goes creative like, way i mean it's super unsportsmanlike but you, you know, could not do <laughs> hey man i'm all about winning baby <laughs> i'm trying to win homie i'm what, trying to hog what, this dude what is there a creative way to do it where they couldn't give him the touchdown like i feel like just I, grab one of the kicking balls and threw it and hit him in the face <laughs> and just like startled him just enough for everybody else to catch up that's a good like, point i feel like there i don't know who threw be, that ball that came from the stands that didn't come from me there has to be some somebody had to have already this is for this sure happened tried there's yeah, no we question gotta get, we got to get footage of this it probably happened in a when the, the TVs There's were no way white, it would be yeah. that. Simple. We're not the first ones to think about this when yeah. the game's on the line. <laughs> For, I, I gotta ask our. I'm gonna ask the Eagles. I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. Shout out to Daryl Taylor, though, man. That is that is pure comedy. And uh, way to just turn into a way to be your teammate's best friend, man. He was he was excited, hey, man. That dude was excited. Way, you know, you realize you make a mistake. Way to just go with it. That's what I. That's the biggest takeaway I got. Listen, you, you screwed up. You just went with it. You made a you made a good block. And you didn't get a penalty, so um, that's how you. That's how you. That's how you turn in, a negative you, into a positive. That's how you get in everywhere too, man. Just act like you know what you're doing. You know what I mean? <laughs> just act like that. There have been so many times I've gone to events where I ain't had a fucking ticket, but I just I know where that one door is. Where if I just look like I know what I'm doing, I'm I'm in. Just act the part, baby. <laughs> just act the part. <laughs> ain't nobody stopping you. Catch me if you can. It's when you look curious and you run back off the field. Now it's what what's this guy doing? You know? No. No doubt. Just, Act like you act like you know what you're doing, baby. Right. Moving on to the new heights stamp of the week, baby. This is where we uh, we shine light on anybody taking their game to new heights. Uh, usually, we stay around the NFL, but um, yeah, we we jump around from uh, sport to sport and uh, league to league. And um, yeah, Jason, you want to go with your pick? Yeah, I got Zay Jones, uh, wide receiver for the Jacksonville Jaguars, coming up with a big win. 11 catches for 145, and uh, the biggest one coming with a game-winning two-point conversion catch. And this uh, is crazy. Yeah, I mean, just Shout an out unbelievable to Zay Jones game. Taking his, taking his game to the new heights, baby. Unbelievable game. It always feels good to have a game-winning two-point conversion, I'm sure. It's like a walk-off <laughs> home walk run. walk-off home You know it, baby. It's but the it wasn't. Thing they you still had some time it. left, and they almost screwed that up. But <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't Zay Jones's fault. No, uh, but the other reason I kind of chose this is because this is a crazy Doug Peterson story to me because when Doug Peterson was in his first year with the Philadelphia Eagles, we were playing the Baltimore Ravens, same exact score, 26-27. He did the exact same thing, went for two. That's wild. We lost. Cover zero. What? He lost? Ball got batted down, I'm pretty sure. That's Something very happened. Un, that's it, un-Doug Peterson-like, man. That guy's got it, one of the biggest, you know. 
game on the line. Conversion four, rates. You know, fourth yeah. down conversions. Yeah. Dougie P's your man. He's yeah, we got it all the way down and um, scored a touchdown but missed the two-point conversion and lost the game. This time, first-year coach with the Jacksonville Jaguars, Doug Peterson, 26-27, fourth quarter, go for two again. Zay Jones wins it for him. How about I wonder, that? I wonder what the play, the two plays were, like how different they were. Dude, Do you remember what it was? You know I don't know what the route concepts were. And I wonder if Baltimore went with a zero. It's a different defensive coordinator now. It was definitely a blitz zero the last time we played them. I remember that. Well, I gotta, I gotta, I'm going to look that up. I'm, I'm, now I'm, I'm more, yeah, now I'm more interested in this thing. Um, but shout so, out yeah. to Dougie P. Getting went it right done. this time. Yeah, way to, get, way to get it done the second time around, baby. And then uh, shout out to Zay Jones taking his game to new heights, man. Hell of a game. Big time win over the Ravens. Um, Who you got? I got Donovan Edwards. As much as this is going to hurt all my Ohio State fans, backup running back for Michigan. Michigan. The, the okay. One of the greatest rivalries in sports, baby. The Michigan Wolverines versus Certainly. the Ohio State Buckeyes. Oh, yeah. Um, that, was a, that was a big part of our childhood growing up in Ohio. Um, and Huge all. Game. Uh, all yeah, in all sports really. Uh, I remember sitting down and watching the hockey games. Like yeah. uh, whenever Ohio State and Michigan were going at it, basketball, you name it. Um, we were always tuned in and to see who got the better of the rivalry, man. And they went in uh, and just kind of put it on Ohio State this year. And I to all my Ohio State friends, man, that it sucks. But I'll tell you what, I absolutely love it when a team can go into another hostile environment. And just find a way to get a win, a big win, and it's just an eerie stadium. And why do you love it's that? Just I don't know, man. I just love that shit, man. Shout out! You to, just love people's hopes and dreams dying right in front of you. Who hurts you? I don't know, man. Who hurts you, know. Travis? I more, I more appreciate you know it for the guys that have won the game than I. Fair and I appreciate the, the You just hurt. said you appreciate the misery at the stadium. I, I kind of <laughs> do, but it's it's the it's their misery for the happiness of the team that's winning, if that yeah, makes there, sense. There is a good feeling as a player of going into a hostile environment and shutting a crowd up. That is a all-time great feeling for a team. All-time no great. And that's what Donovan Edwards did. 22 yeah. carries for 216 yards. Two touchdowns against the Ohio State University. Uh, he actually uh, he played with a broken hand, man. Guys, hey. guy wanted to put it all out there against the biggest rival. He said, you know what, a broken hand ain't going to stop me from going for 200, 200 on the ground. Man, that's uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, and I believe he had two big-time, like, long runs that, that kind of were daggers late in the game. I definitely saw um, the one where he broke through. Yeah, um, but shout-out to Donovan for taking his game to new heights, man. And uh, shout-out to Michigan for getting the best of the rivalry, man. Yeah, this thing is heated up, uh, especially with the coaching rivalry. It feels like um, Harbaugh, with his comment, you know, some of us are born on third and think we heard a, hit a triple. I think there was some – there was a Ooh. lot of energy into this game. Ooh. Yeah. All right, All right. anyways. Well, Michigan gets better this one. Congratulations, Donovan Edwards. All righty, let's look ahead to week 13. We're in week 13 already. Man, time this thing's is flying. flying. By. How about that? When you're winning. Ah, <sighs> Don't jinx it. Don't jinx right, it. So week 13, Titans and Eagles. You guys uh, got Vrabes, man. Coach Vrabel talking about an Ohio State guy. Uh, yeah. A.J. Brown will be facing his former team for the first time since the uh, draft night trade out of Tennessee. Yep. Um, on top of that, the uh, New Eagles run D versus Derek Henry, the king. King Henry, um, arguably the the great, the best run game in the uh, in the country right now, or in the league right now. And uh, tough Titans team, and that you already know. We already talked about it when uh, when we played them, um, and it was every bit of a physical game that we thought it was going to be. You know, they they come off they come off the ball and. Uh, Every single play is a loud play. What I mean by that is yeah. there are helmets smacking, there are pads getting popped. It's 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 a physical matchup, and you, it's one of those mentality games. You just know you're going to be in it for a dogfight, and that Monday and Tuesday afterwards are going to be a little bit more sore. But yeah. you, those are the games that you kind of you know builds the beast a little bit more. You play with a little more edge, and uh, you get after guys. Yeah, I mean this is you know Tennessee plays the game of football the way it should be played. They're physical, they're athletic, they're strong, they run, they play hard. 
uh, you know, there's a reason this team was the best team in the NFL record-wise just a year ago. Yeah. Um, you know, Vrabel is an unbelievable coach. They have an incredible running back. They have an unbelievable defense. And they have a team that can beat anybody. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, th this is a very, very good team. This is a team that has been one of the best in the NFL over the last few years. Uh, it's going to take us to play at our best if we're going to win this matchup. I firmly believe that. Um, you know, they're a team that if you let them run the ball, they can control the clock. They can control time of possession mm -hmm. uh, and limit your opportunities offensively, which has been an issue for us. So um, I think that, you know, this is a really tough team. And um, I got an unbelievable amount of respect for the way that these guys play football and oh, yeah. uh, can't wait to go out there and do battle this week. Well, I know I'll be tuned in, brother. All righty. Well, you guys got Chiefs at Bengals going back to Cincinnati. Rematch. Yeah. You guys get another crack at them. Yeah. We, 2021 uh, AFC title game. Oh, oh for two last year, actually. We, uh, That's right. We lost you both guys lost them. in the regular season. Lost and then uh, late in December. Lost in and... the playoff game. Mm -hmm. We kind of talked about this uh, when we played the Bucks, uh earlier on. It's just playing a team when you know you didn't give them your best. You know, you didn't yeah. play your best. You didn't, you know, that that it just builds a little bit more. It means a little bit more and you want to be able to go and and prove yourself to to be able to go out there and have success and and find a way to get a win and uh sure enough kind of the way they uh they stopped us in the second half in both of those games. Um, yeah. that uh that it's been a sour taste in my mouth and it sure. it sure as hell has been that for the entire off season so yeah when i saw the cincinnati Bengals on the schedule um in december i kind of circled it man i was like nice I, I get another hack at a team that i don't think i gave my best man or they got yeah. the better of me and it's uh it's it's going to be another tough game man they're playing they're playing pretty damn good right now um i'm not sure in terms of uh health wise where they're at with uh with all their big time playmakers i know chase Le, chase was down for a little bit yeah. got put on ir but um yep. at the end of the day they got joe burrow they got a great defense and uh it's going to be a big challenge for us all righty well you guys better take care of business you know i don't want to hear that excuse train coming through the uh, show next week um all righty that wraps up this one 14th episode of new heights in Woo! the books this is a really exciting week we have a very special interview coming out this thursday our 15th episode with patrick mahomes i'm so pumped please you tune in this man um i'm excited to watch this one Dude. so um it was exciting doing it to say the least what a guy uh, man what a guy Make sure Just you're subscribed energy, on man. YouTube to the New Heights channel so you know when the new videos drop. And uh, listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, New Heights is a Jukes original presented by Wave Sports and Entertainment. Uh, don't forget to follow the show on all social media platforms at New Heights Show for fun clips throughout the week. As always, thank you to our production crew um, for always making it easy. I can't wait to see how this, uh, this Pat Mahomes interview comes around, man. It's going to be fun. Or interview. I shouldn't even say interview because... Conversation. It's We're conversations. Not We're not. We're talkers. But I'll tell you what, we asked some questions that, that found some pretty good answers. So you guys don't want to miss it, but yeah. until then, see you guys.